listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, if you have ever had a difficult client, please raise your hand. Don't worry, I have too. So I've got my hand right up there with you. We've got some tips on how to work through frustrating client situations and some golden can't-miss advice on when to walk away. This is Tips on Working with a Difficult Client, written by Lauren Hayden. In an ideal world, all your clients would be an absolute pleasure to work with and selling them plans would be a piece of cake. However, we all know this is not always the case. Some clients are easier to work with than others, and that is just the nature of the industry. Does that mean you should give a difficult client the boot? Not necessarily. Before you do anything drastic, hear us out because we've got some expert advice on how to make dealing with difficult clients a little more bearable. What do you do when she's a negative Nancy? It can be hard not to get frustrated when all the plans you're suggesting to your client don't seem to be a good fit. She may find something wrong with each one, and it may feel impossible to find her a plan. In times like these, you cannot take it personally. Her Medicare coverage really has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the care she needs and what she can afford. The great thing about Medicare is there are tons of options meant to fit everyone's specific medical needs. Try using our tools like Medicareful or the Medicare Quote Engine. You can tailor the search criteria to fit your client's needs and even compare plans side by side. Also, it's imperative that you actively listen to your client. Effective communication can make or break a sale. Make sure your client feels that her concerns are being heard and addressed. A client who feels listened to is more likely to give you her business in the future. How about when he's constantly a no-show? There's nothing worse than driving to a client's house for a meeting only to find that he's not home. We understand this can be frustrating, especially if the meeting was scheduled far in advance. In these instances, give your client a quick call to see if you can get a hold of him. It would also be a good idea to call the client the day before or the morning of the meeting to give him a friendly reminder about the upcoming appointment. What you should not do if your client is a no-show is leave a heated voicemail or send a strongly worded email expressing your aggravation. This will not solve anything. What it will do is make you look unprofessional and even rude, not the impression you want to leave on a client. When you do meet with your client, kindly ask them if a different time would work better the next time you schedule an appointment. You can politely ask them to let you know if they're running late and assure them that if you are ever running late yourself, you will be sure to let them know. What about when they won't stop calling? On the flip side of having clients who do not communicate enough, you may have run into a situation with a client who communicates too much. It's one thing for clients to try to get in touch with you. It's another thing if they are doing it constantly. Kindly remind them of your availability. 
you can reassure them that you regularly check your voicemail and email and that you will always get back to them at your earliest convenience. Also, ask them which form of communication they prefer so they get your response in the quickest way possible. For example, if they never check their email, a phone call would probably be the best way to get in contact with them. Now, in all of these examples, the client's behavior might have been a little frustrating, but there wasn't really anything to warrant walking away from a client. So is there a time when you should cut the cord? While we would never advise you to drop a client right off the bat, we do understand sometimes you and a client just might not be a good fit for each other. Only when it is clear to both parties that the partnership should not continue would we recommend an agent advise their client to work with another agent. However, there is a right way and a wrong way to go about that. If you ghost your client or drop them suddenly, you may create a bad reputation for yourself. Word of mouth marketing is huge these days, and if word starts getting around that you dropped a client seemingly out of nowhere, that could brutally hurt your business. Also, keep in mind that rash actions cannot necessarily be undone. Can you afford to lose this client? If so, politely let them know that you've decided to not move forward and recommend someone else who can help them. No matter the industry, clients who are hard to work with are inevitable. Patience is key, as is keeping a good professional reputation. We hope these tips will help you the next time you encounter a difficult client and will boost your client retention in the long run. That does it for this episode of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. If you like what you heard here today, the chances are pretty good that other agents might find this episode useful as well. We would love it if you would share this episode on your social accounts with our hashtag ASG podcast. Feel free to tag us so we can see and like your post as well. We are on Facebook and LinkedIn as Ritter Insurance Marketing, and we're on Twitter as at Ritter IM. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for your support. We will see you next episode. 